Jesus comes to Jericho, and Jesus may be short, but he still sees through the crowd, and he calls out to someone by name, Zacchaeus. And Zacchaeus scrambles down to welcome Jesus into his life. And as others complain and roll their eyes, Zacchaeus says, Look, half of my possessions I will give away. And if I've defrauded anyone of anything, I'll pay back four times as much. And you can almost see the smile on Jesus' face. Today, salvation has come to this house. Now, when Luke tells this story, he specifies that Zacchaeus was a chief tax collector and was rich. Now, the second half of that statement really doesn't need to be said. Because if you are a chief tax collector in Jesus' day, then you are rich. Imagine saying today, well, they're a surgeon married to an investment banker. You don't need to add, and they're rich. Your listener knows just by listing the occupation. But as a tax collector, Zacchaeus is not only rich. Zacchaeus is getting rich while other people are losing money. His increasing wealth is coming at a cost to the community. But what he's doing is not illegal. In fact, it's endorsed by the Roman government. It's the way things are. He's playing by the rules. The rules just happen to be rigged to benefit some while suppressing others. But Zacchaeus is probably completely justified in his mind. What he's doing makes perfect sense. He's just watching out for himself and not intending to hurt anyone else. But his neighbors, the people who aren't collaborating with the Roman colonizers, they have a different view. They look at his impact rather than his intent. And when they mutter, he's a sinner, they mean, this man benefits from this country's occupation. He profits while the rest of us suffer. They shove him out of the way so that he can't see. These 99% are occupying the streets of Jericho, preventing the one percenter from seeing Jesus. Because they know Zacchaeus, and they think that Zacchaeus is never, ever going to change. But Jesus sees possibility for everyone. Jesus sees possibilities for the 99%. And Jesus sees possibility for the 1%. For Jesus, anyone can change. Salvation can come to everyone. No one is excluded from Jesus' offer of salvation. Every single person can be redeemed. No one is without hope. And what the angry, embittered crowd could not see... Jesus could. Zacchaeus, he called. I'm coming to you, 
Jesus saw something. And how Zacchaeus responds is amazing. Without any prompting or coercion, Zacchaeus instantly commits himself to living in a new way. Zacchaeus will live differently going forward. And not only that, he addresses the past. He voluntarily takes on a program of reparations for past harms. Reparations. I'm using that term intentionally. Because reparation is when an individual or community commits financially to repairing previous harms. I liked what Chuck Collins wrote about reparations. He said, quote, Imagine that after playing poker for an hour, we discover that we've been playing with a rigged deck. And that for each hand dealt, a couple of us have gotten extra cards. Based on something entirely arbitrary, such as the color of our eyes or our sweaters. Naturally, the beneficiaries of the stacked deck have accumulated big winnings. We all heartily agree to a clean start with a new deck and fair rules. But as the dealer begins shuffling the new deck, one of the players raises an awkward question. So what do we do about that huge pile of chips that a few of us have accumulated? In the U.S., we've seen a couple of times when we've offered reparations. Most notably in the 1980s to Japanese survivors of World War II internment camps here in the U.S. And if you go today to the botanical gardens, you can see the fruit of some of those reparations. But that is not the only set of reparations needed in this country. For 30 years, House Resolution 40 has been introduced to Congress. Formerly called the Commission to Study Reparation Proposals for African Americans Act, it's better known as H.R. 40. H.R. 40, every year as it's presented, it's always numbered that way to remind us of the 40 acres and a mule that were initially promised to freed slaves, but never delivered. Instead, former slave owners were occasionally compensated for the loss of enslaved labor. But the laborers themselves were not compensated for all of their years of unpaid service. And the racial wealth gap today reflects not just slavery, but over a century of legalized inequality following emancipation. Economic inequity through government programs and policies, including housing, prison, banking, and labor laws, and so much more. But year after year, H.R. 40 is introduced into Congress but goes nowhere. We as a country are not even willing to study the possibility of reparations. But what I said about Zacchaeus is also true for Zacchaeus' community. When Jesus looks at the people of Jericho, and when Jesus looks at Zacchaeus, he sees that individuals can be redeemed and communities can be transformed. People can change and so can communities. Jesus' hope for Zacchaeus is tied to hope for all the people of Jericho. 
And Zacchaeus, the one who has benefited while others suffered, is able to change, to envision a new future and repair the past. With Zacchaeus, Jesus invites us to imagine the possibilities. So imagine. Imagine that the distributors of a very popular pharmaceutical deny that it's addictive. Then Jesus shows up and calls that family by name. And they immediately call their lawyers and say, total how much money we've made off of this drug. And now multiply that by four. And we'll use that to pay for addiction rehab for anyone who needs it. Imagine a major league baseball team owner makes millions off of a Native American mascot. And then Jesus shows up to the game and calls this owner by name. And spontaneously, over the protest of fans, he rebrands the team. He totals the amount that he's made on team merchandise over the years and gives four times that amount to the nation indigenous to his area. Imagine leaders of G7 countries gather to calculate how much pollution they've released into the atmosphere. Then Jesus invites himself to the summit. And as soon as he shows up, they say, this is how much our economies have grown since the Industrial Revolution. We're going to multiply four times that amount and give it to all of the communities and nations that are being displaced and overwhelmed by climate change. Imagine a heterosexual couple has been married for 50 years. And Jesus invites himself to their golden anniversary. And the couple spontaneously declares, Wait, we'll call our accountant. Let's calculate our tax savings from 50 years of marriage benefits. Multiply it by four and give it to same-gender couples who weren't allowed to marry during that time. Imagine... A couple moves out of one municipality and into another. And their new home increases in value as more people like them move into this new neighborhood. It drives up housing prices and pushes out the low-income people who used to live there. Meanwhile, their old neighborhood falls into disrepair because they got out just in time. Jesus invites himself to dinner in this gentrified community. And the people at his table vow, we're going to calculate the difference in our housing value, multiply it by four, and give that amount to people who have lost their homes. Imagine a family in a failing school district pulls their kids out and sends them to private schools where they get an amazing education. Jesus comes to the school and the family exclaims, wait, let's total the amount paid in tuition over 13 years and multiply it by four 
and give that to the local schools. Imagine a museum is so proud of its amazing collection. And then Jesus comes to visit this museum. And the curator holds a press conference. We are returning this sarcophagus to its country of origin. And we're going to calculate our admissions fees over the past 75 years, and we're going to pay four times that amount to the country from which we took this artifact. Imagine Jesus comes to University UMC. Imagine Jesus comes to each of our homes. Imagine Jesus calls your name. How will you respond?